Hello and happy Thursday and welcome back to the Airport Minute, uh, where we are talking about the greatest disaster movie ever made, bar none. And it's not Batman versus Superman, just one thing. Well, that's true. But anyway, I'm one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of TVDads.com. And I'm your other more annoying host, Mark Cerulli of CovertOps.tv. And I am Say Your Name from YourWebsite.com. Oh, I'm sorry, (laughs) James O'Kane from, I don't have a website, so let's skip that one. And we are back talking about the continuingly bad news that's arriving at Inez Guerrero's earlobes as she's talking to uh, the very helpful lady at TGA. You know, I, I love this scene because she she's got a death grip on that uh, payphone cord. And mm-hmm. I've, I've been there. I mean, I, I know that feeling. I, I can feel, and maybe I'm the last, uh, the last age to remember this, but I can feel that like articulated cord. Uh, yeah, that, that, yeah. That thing that you couldn't put a, you couldn't take cable cutters to cut through that because it won't happen. No, no, you used to try to like loop it up in your hand and get it like get it, you know, wrapped back on itself and try to squeeze it to kink it and it can never. Oh man, that stuff was never, never quite. No, it's it's like the uh, yeah, it, it's very industrial. Well, that would explain more... why I could never get through to you for fifteen years, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> if, if only our uh, our lightning. Uh, charge cables for our iPhone were made out of that material, we wouldn't have the problems we have today. But yep. Exactly, yeah. They just break at the corners. Oh, but, man. Uh, that, was when, that was when American uh, ingenuity and manufacturing meant something. Yeah, and material costs were low, so that's all. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's poor Inez Guerrero talking to us from a 1930s tenement building. She's, she looks like Edith Keeler from City on the Edge of Forever with that haircut. Anyway, she's talking to the modern woman, uh, uh, that transglobal with... Uh, with a suite full of extras behind her. Mm. So is she the modern woman, or is that one wearing the harvest gold with the, the modern haircut? She's the modern woman in this place. Like, she's yeah. touching her ear. She's just oh, yeah, dreamy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's, she's got that whole Marsha, uh, Marsha, Marsha thing going on. And uh, they've, all got that, they've all got that Karen Ann Quinlan hairstyle. Yeah. That was uh, so much 1970. But the, uh, the woman in the front seems to have been there since, uh, I'll bet they were flying under Lindbergh. Uh, oh, when the she one started in, 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 with the blue... Uh... Top? Yeah, she's yeah. she's in no no the the one that's actually on the phone in the foreground. Oh right, the right, books. right, yeah. She's the only one. Yeah, that, she's the only one. That's why she knows all the routes. She started each and every one herself. She plotted <laughs> exactly. She walked them. <laughs> Me and Lindy, we were yeah. She got a measuring tape out. Who this lady is? Um, I we'll I put our be, uh, we'll put our research intern. Top men. Top she men. is uh, different movies. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. No, she is a transglobal agent, but we don't know. I would be willing to bet that she has been in a bunch of Ross uh, Hunter movies. Oh, yeah. And Ross Oder, so he gave her a speaking role. She got her hospitalization for 1970 cleared for uh, for SAG just by doing this one little 30-second scene. And she turns in a bang-up job. She has that totally professional, disinterested, yet I can hardly wait to get home. It's the end of my shift in an hour uh, feel about her voice. Why, ma'am, it's against company policy. But if you go to the airport, you yeah, totally professional, totally uninterested. And, and She's the because kind of, you can get right through security, you can go right up to the gate. You can <laughs> oh, even get on yeah. the plane. Those See, do you have days. a men's wallet by any chance? Uh, <laughs> How about a, a thick black pencil? You know, the kind that the ticket agency use. Yeah, use that. Yeah. But uh, she, yeah, and she has all those books for some reason, although she doesn't seem, she never refers to them. So it's just there. It's just, just locked away in backup. her head. She has it. She knows everything. She is the oracle of Transglobal Airlines. Yeah. And she, she looks like the kind of person that if you gave her a phone number to call you back at, she would write it in the air with her finger. <laughs> yeah, I got it. 70631. Yeah. Uh, she just has to lead poor Inez into the 
the trap that she cannot tell her personal information about people getting random strangers getting on the plane. So she tells her how to beat the system by going down to the airport, you know, basically conning the ticket agents to tell him whether she, he's on board or not. So Inez ponders all that, and she's like, well, okay, thanks a lot for your lack of help. So that's, that's poor Inez, left to her own devices in uh, suburban Chicago. <laughs> or not even suburban I'm, Chicago. I'm sorry that I'm quiet. I'm just qu- scrolling IMDb looking for that actress's name. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I, I, sh- I, think... <laughs> I should point out that the, uh, the guy that played in the diner scene... Yes. His name was Joe Plosky. Just, uh, Joe Plosky. Uh, forever doomed to be a guest. Uh, he in passed away in 1993. Oh, Mr. Plosky, we hardly knew ye. I'm sorry, we could have had him on the web show. His previous oh. movie to airport was Hello, Dolly. Wow. Yeah. Was he was he a diner in, <laughs> oh, was it Delmonico's that they went to? Yeah, was it, he was probably eating soup at Delmonico's when they, when they did the movie. That would have been the year before, so he's actually a... Very well working uh, guy. Yeah, yeah. Good man. He knew he knew what uh, gate to show up when they were doing an open casting. So poor Inez hangs up. The split screen goes away. She looks off toward good, the uh, goodbye apartment. Goodbye apartment. Yeah, goodbye apartment. And good. And then, in a in a really expensive optical, she gets pushed off the screen in a push off. The, the the optical scrolls across, and she gets knocked out the screen, and we're back at Lincoln International. Where we see none other but the Melmobile cruising underneath Global Two. That's uh, Trans Global Two. Well, it's nice how they push it, it off with her walking off screen to the left. I mean, that was well timed. Yeah, well great, done. a great matching shot. How many? Really, uh... and, and you know, it's a single shot, but if you look at it, they timed her hanging up the phone with the uh, travel agent so that she looks like she's impatient and hanging up quickly before the agent has a, had a chance to say goodbye. Yeah. Well, she did say thank you for you know, shopping transglobal or whatever. Well, she was raised that way. I wish the HD version that I have was clear enough to make out what all the words were that was written next to, it looks like mostly phone numbers, but I'm sure there's a bunch of inside jokes on that payphone wall. Yeah, she gets, she gets pushed off the screen at the same time, you know, she hangs up. It's impatient hang up right before the, the agent has a chance to say, you know, thanks for calling transglobal. And then she walks off the wipe. It's it's well timed out. That's, she basically like, yeah. staggers off. She looks like somebody smacked her in the head with it with it with a rolling pin. <laughs> Reality caught up. Wham. Yeah. <laughs> I've been living a lie. <laughs> she is starting that Inez thousand mile stare that we're gonna yeah. start seeing more and more of, which I eagerly look forward to. She really does looking off in the middle distance better than anybody than uh I guess Patty Duke and the uh, Miracle Worker. That's another, or uh, James Franciscus in Long Street. And he, uh, it's almost like a blindness thing that she does. But uh, anyway, we're back at we're back at the uh, Lincoln International Airport, and we watch the Melmobile fly by Transglobal Two, and uh, then they do an optical push in. I think, yeah, pretty sure it's an optical push in to the uh, 707. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we're looking at the, the model, uh, the at, no, that's that's the real that's the real 707 with all that optical snow dropped in on top. And we find uh, dear Gwen and dear Vern sitting in the last row of first class. That's not all we find. We find uh, something I've never seen before, a lounge in the front of the plane. What's that about? Oh, yeah, with all those newspapers Ooh. ready to go. Or is that newspaper or is that transglobal? That's newspaper. Uh, that's a... That's a yeah. yeah. Today's, yeah, the Chicago oh Tribune. God, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and only two people can use that lounge at a time. It doesn't matter. And that's just that they have it. Wow, that's a lot. That's, yeah. that's very first class. Yeah. Was, yeah. You know, first class, that's very first class. 
Although that looks like a toilet flush in the middle of the thing on the uh, on the chair. It's no, that's part that, of the service. That's all for the, the at, that's the pop out ashtray. You hit that, that little door folds open, and you have like an entire ashtray. You can just you know pitch your cigarettes right. in with with a pack of Chesterfields and a <laughs> pre lit. They just pop out already. Lit. <laughs> and that's like a you can still find those those ashtrays on on a lot of plain. Uh, uh, yeah, they're they're welded shut, but you can yes. still see the the little rectangles. There. I don't know if it's sure. welded. It's, like, I think usually like, it's just bubble gum. These- yeah, uh, but classic 707. I mean, look at those those old uh, uh, personal seat units up over the over the top there. That that's like right out of the Boeing factory. Now, this is long before companies like JJ and W built all those super special uh, overhead uh, bins. No, no. The, well, yeah, yeah. There's no there's no overhead bins. You don't see any. So those were like shelves. You just put whatever you had up there. And hope well, that, that was supposed to be flying uh, uh, projectiles if it ever got. No, to that, that's where you kept all the blankets and the pillows. If you look down the uh-huh. down the rows, there's nothing but blankets and pillows from TGA. So everybody could get a pillow, everybody could get a a blanket, and have a nice little nap time. Before, you know, flying into Rome. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Back in the day, it what that was. just hit me that this is a uh, a flight from Chicago to Rome, and there's no life flat beds. Oh man, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, seven and a half hours. Oof. The seven and a half seven and a half hour flight from uh, Chicago to Rome. That's it. Uh, that's it. Yeah. yeah, that seems kind of kind of light on the hours there. That's what. Well, they're flying at point uh, eight Mach. So, uh, well, we're going to deal with that in a separate minute with uh, Skyler. He's going to go over the math of the whole thing. So we'll we'll catch up with them a little bit later. It's still you know it's still the same the, the same thing that we're familiar with. I, I mean you know the first class and the coach. The only big, the major difference is the seat pitch. I mean, yeah. How many, how I've, many I've, seats in first? One, two, they've probably three, squeezed in 10 more rows since uh, since this movie was made. Yeah, there's only five rows in the first class section here. There's no business. Well, and that aisle width. I mean, you can fit an entire uh, film camera in this aisle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, it's amazing. Good luck with that today. Jeez. Wow. Yeah, that's going to be... Uh, you can dolly gosh, back and forth as much as you want. That looks like a 27-inch pitch. There's I'm sure it's Dean. not 27 and a half inch, Dad. I mean, pretty sure. Well, I don't know. D- Dean is wearing remarkably tight slacks, uh, even for Edith Head and even for 1970. I wouldn't think that he would have had uh, pants that that short on the material in the in the you know the legs. He's got to show off that he doesn't skip leg day, you know? That's important. He's Rat Pack. He's not, he's not a slouch. No. Well, he probably weighs 80 pounds with all the... You know, Smoking cigarettes will, will make it, make you nice and lean. So they're they're chatting. They're having a, they're having a chat about, about something. Something rather personal. Yeah. I will say that that jacket, Edith Head's jacket, looks amazing. Oh yeah. I want yeah. that. Couldn't somebody sneak it out the back door of Universal for me? No, it's. I think it was available on uh, Heritage Auctions. I've seen I've seen it on Heritage Auctions oh, before. Oh my god! For, wow. There was a comma in the middle. So yeah, I'm sure. Although, what do you do with that? Can you can you wear it? Can you wear it to a party? I think you get a mannequin and you stick it in your front. Yeah. <laughs> you stick it in your foyer. You know. Yeah. And then like you have a, an like argument with your wife over it. No, 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 honey. It looks great. <laughs> It belongs here. Yeah, you're just speaking about this in the abstract. Yeah, what, sure. what do you mean, divorce? Come on. <laughs> so, yeah, dear old Gwen is looking off in the middle distance. She's doing Inez Guerrero right there. Yeah, she's channeling Inez Guerrero. <laughs> and so she's he's he's saying, well, why didn't you tell me about this before? Although he hasn't said what the this is. And Gwen said, I tried. Although I do not recall any, when when we were there in his apartment, uh, she was not forthcoming with anything 
about the future other than she didn't even talk about her uh, orange juice or whatever that yeah, thing but she was. She had that wistful look. Remember, they they had like one shot of her like staring at him, just you know, yeah. you know, she yeah. wants to say something, but she tried, but she just didn't, you know. She couldn't get her mouth open. Well, men are supposed to know what women are thinking. Yeah. She was a better actress. You know, she'd be able to emote what she was thinking and not have to say it. <laughs> oh, it telegraphs well, something to me. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Well, dear old, dear old. You know, Dean looks really hair dyed in this one. Some of the some of the ones it doesn't come out too bad, but this particular maybe it's the lighting and stuff, or maybe it's the uh, the tan, but. But his, his dye hair. matches the piping on his. He's color coordinated his head with the rest. <laughs> the, of the, the, okay. the, the line weight of his eyebrows match the uh, stripes of his <laughs> captain's on his arm. Yes, yeah, they're uh, they're italic bold. Right? So. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, oh, wow. And Jack, Jacqueline Bissett has the perfect wig that really that looks like it's part of her head. It really doesn't, you know, until, until they do the overhead shots of her, it really, uh, it really looks uh, natural or as natural as it can be for lives. Oh man, you've just ruined the illusion. I didn't know it was a wig until you said that. Neither Jim. Thanks. Jeez. Can't, can a guy have his fantasy in in peace? What's up with that? We had talked about this before, but no, she has, she has a much darker brown hair and it's a lot wavier. Mm. Um, Okay, that's, so, that's okay. I can I can take to, that. You'll have to watch the deep for more uh, more specific information. The deep? Not, what is that? No, no it's yeah. not different movie. Uh, different movie. Let me let me start crying now. No. Uh, you know it's not that exciting, but it's all right. Long ago, I think. Anyway, that's uh that's where we are. We're leaving it with a mysterious end, a mysterious this. Uh, you know, dun dun dun. Dean and, Dean and his pronouns. Yeah. But we will we'll be able to finish the rest of this up at the uh, at the weekend as it as it's coming up on Friday. So we'll we'll talk about that tomorrow. Oh, thank God. Uh, Almost. Done. Meantime, if if you want to talk about uh, your own uh, feelings of loss for not being able to see Inez's Inez and Dio's uh, apartment anymore, uh, you can uh, write to us on our many social media. We've got Twitter. Uh, airport minute we've got facebook airport minute we've got our big website airportminute.com where you can comment on every single stinking episode we've got a we've got a facebook comment section down at the bottom you can also watch this movie tonight or you can watch this movie in the next hour if you go to our website and you look on any episode page we've got uh, uh you can download digital copies of airport and all the featured follow-on films uh, you can get them direct from amazon there yeah, that's um, not like we will give it to you no, yeah, no. This let's make that totally, clear to our friends in Pinstripe over legal, at Universal. This may, yeah, yeah. Universal will will be very happy if you'd go and do that. They're not sponsoring us, but you know, we can tell you to watch the movie so that uh, if you watch the movie, you'll you'll say nice things, and maybe you'll call the Universal and tell them they need to get the boys back on site. So when we do Airport seventy five, we can do things live from uh, Universal Studios, and they won't send large well, men with earpieces over to my door. Exactly. Oh, well, here, sounds like, uh, here comes here comes the Ned. Here comes Dean Martin now. Hey, Mr. Martin. <laughs> Can I have your autograph? Yeah, so, but uh, but please visit the site and uh, oh, also if you go to iTunes, you can have this uh, wonderful podcast delivered to you every morning, piping or hot. evening or whenever. Yeah, piping hot, ready to go. While you're while you sleep, just deliver it. You know, it's like it, the, it just pops up. It's like the tooth fairy. It gets it gets slid under your door. You know, when you're not even aware of it, just right there. Little door tag. It's the toe monster of your dreams. So they don't know about the toe monster. Yeah. Don't bring that up. Oh jeez, <laughs> horror beyond horror. So many years of therapy. <laughs> so 
But uh, anyway, you can you know, join, go to iTunes, subscribe to our podcast, and get this every single day. And please, if you go to iTunes, leave us a great review because we live for reviews. That's that's just self uh, self. Uh, what is the word? Self-aggrandizing? Uh, Grandizing, yes. Yes. We need, we need verification. We'll even take words. a mediocre review if you absolutely No, please, God. No. Give us, give us a five-star. We do need that. <laughs> um, but, you know, help, help us get over our shortcomings and our feelings of inadequacy. Uh, so, uh, give me that jacket, jo- please. <laughs> yes, and if you happen jacket. to have a, a 44 long from uh, Dean Martin, that, <laughs> that would help a lot. So uh, <laughs> let's pick this up tomorrow because we've, we've, we've bent these people's ears too long. We will finish out the week and find out what the heck Dean and Gwen are talking about, or Vern and Gwen are talking about. Pick us up tomorrow here at uh, the Airport Minute. So in the meantime, good day. Bye. Bye. Nice going, sweetheart. Remind me to send a thank you note to Mr. Bowling. Thank <laughs> you.